So go ahead, get comfortable, prop me up, because we're about to get straight to it. listening to the right number podcast where we talk about everything that your typical college student or young adult goes through just everything relatable to things that we go through every single day i am your host armani liddell a 21 year old graduating senior at the best hbcu albany state university and yeah let's get straight into the mental health check so you guys already know i started posting the mental health checks online so Go on the Instagram page at TRM Pod and drop your mental health status. Let me just know how you guys are doing on a scale of 1 to 10. How are you? You don't have to put more than that. If you want to put more than that, you can. If you want to uplift somebody else in the comments, you can. If you want to uplift me, you can. If you need some uplifting, we're there. So just, um, yeah, participate. Just, you know, check on each other. Um, My mental health, is right now, I would say it's about at like a 7 yeah I would say it's about at a seven so it's time to go back to school and you know that pressure is getting worse you know um you know a lot of stress came last semester with school and it's not me you know not trying to bring up the past but I definitely have to just you know plan accordingly and just be prepared because it's senior year it's the last semester senior year like of senior year, I'm sorry, and the pressure, like, the pressure is real, we about to get up out of here, it's my time, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready, um, those of y'all who don't know, I actually switched my major from psychology to social work, but if you're my close friends on Instagram, you know, I just had to switch it back to psychology, and to keep a short story short, honestly, my old advisor didn't tell me that I would need 21 more classes. She told me that I would need one test. And I could have graduated last semester when I thought about changing it. But apparently, I need 21 more classes. And that's two more years. And that's not happening. The financial aid is going to run dry, honey. So um, I had to make the executive choice to go ahead and switch back to psychology. Um... I'm not too happy about that. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I thought I was getting ahead of the game. I should have just been, I should have just been did it, honestly. But I definitely thought I was getting ahead of the game because it's just more opportunities with social work because I'm still going back for my master's. Um, I'm going to just end up getting my master's in social work. But, um, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's just. It's so much more I could do with social work with a bachelor's than it is with a bachelor's in psychology. And I just wish somebody would have told me that ahead of time. And I was, my aunt did tell me, but it was like everybody else was telling me other stuff. And it's just like, you know, you don't know who to listen to. And yeah, and I'm sorry if I sound stuffy. I've been around a cat and a dog and a man in a hat. I don't, I don't know. Like, my allergies are really kicking my butt right now. And I always typically get like this before I go to school which is crazy but yeah um 
in addition to my mental health check, y'all know, like, like I said, last semester was very hard. And um, I wasn't working last semester at all. Well I, well, I had like a little side job with my advisor, you know, helping with the promotion of um, the election. And so I helped her promote with the election. And that was a couple couple dollars in my pocket. But I wasn't working like a consistent, I didn't have a consistent I didn't have consistent income and I really 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 need consistent income this semester I really 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 cannot do the inconsistent money no more like this junk is not happening so I've been applying to a lot of jobs on campus and off campus and you guys if you don't know I do have my own business our money I mean Liddell's creations where I make resin art and it's home decor it's rolling trays ashtrays it's dominoes there's a lot of stuff and new stuff to come so I'm tapping in with that crazy this semester. My mom just got me a cricket machine. So I'm about to really tap in. So that hopefully that is at least some pocket change for me. Cause I don't tax too crazy. But I, I might start because this the stuff is getting more elegant. The stuff is getting more expensive, honey. Like, you know, you gotta do what you gotta do. Um I definitely was almost gonna give myself like a six. I'm not gonna lie. Cause but I don't think I'm a six, because a six is too close to half. And I don't think I'm a six, but I, I'm not going to lie. I feel some doubt for sure. Like for some reason, I feel some doubt. I don't know where it's coming from. And I rebuke it if it's the devil on me. Get away. But I, um, I, I don't know. Like, But I'm also aware now that the power of my consistency is definitely stronger than whatever motivation I had that gave me that spark. And um, we're going to get into my spark and it kind of dimming down, not necessarily the reason it dimmed down, but just like something that I realized played a huge factor in it. Um, But yeah, so I'm not going to lie. I'm still very excited for the new year. Like even just talking to y'all, honestly, me talking right now has just brought that light inside of me a little bit right now I'm not gonna lie like it I was feeling a little dull and I was feeling a little lazy and it also could come from I I was drinking a little bit the last couple of days for the new year I'm not gonna lie with my mom and like everybody over there but drinking a little bit you know so um excuse me that always I always tell people when I drink I always wake up in a in a different weird mood so I already know like that drinking stuff gonna have to no, I know we were celebrating, that's fine, but I'm going to have to stick to the wine or something because I cannot just be drinking because I definitely feel like that's a, that plays a part in my dullness right now, if that makes sense. But me talking to y'all right now, honestly, is bringing me more joy. That's how I know this is what I post. This is what I'm supposed to do. And this is what I've always wanted to do was talk to people. I always used to want to talk show. So we're going to see where this goes. I'm going to learn how to talk a little more. This is like a step there. So, yeah, y'all talking to y'all just give me so lit. I'm not going to lie. Talking to y'all get me excited. But anyway, we're going to get to our next segment today. We're starting the episode a little different. Well, we already started. But we're going to continue the episode in a different type of order. We're going to start with a word from the bird. So, I want to play y'all this video that I saw. And I shared with a couple of my friends that have like similar, pro- similar problems at home and Cause today, if y'all can't tell by the title, today is just about mental health and like the, excuse me, the um, 
the part our parents play in our mental health. I'm trying to see if I'm actually going to play it right now or if I'm going to just insert it. I think I'm just going to insert it. That just makes the most sense. We want to we wanna hear what you say. <laughs> Somebody's over coming here. Up. Smiley coming up. So in my house, um, with my mom, it was always everything was up for discussion. Everything was up for discussion because my mama, she a real understanding person. So it was literally a conversation I had growing up with me. I'm a real knowledgeable person. I like to know a lot of stuff. So I literally, so the way I would come across and say things, she'll be like, I know you're not coming from a, a standpoint of um, you trying to be disrespectful to people, but some people don't understand you how I understand you. So you might have to correct yourself. So I literally had a conversation with my mom. I was like, okay, I'm going to tell you stuff and stop me when I get disrespectful. I express my feelings, but that don't happen with everybody. And so when I was standing up here and you guys were like, don't belittle your children, but the whole statement of you're not on my level sounds like belittlement to us. It's saying you're not as, you don't have as much value as me. You're not as important to me. You don't put up what I put up. So you can't have a say so in what we do. Mm. You don't pay bills. You don't, you don't own this house. You don't pay for nothing. <laughs> So and it's well, good. And it <laughs> go, ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. And when you make when you bring up the stuff that you do for your children, it makes us feel like a burden. It makes us feel like I can't wait till I grow up so I don't have to be a burden to you anymore. <laughs> if you say it's like it's like when you was like when people be like your parents had a life before you, it makes you feel like I made you so miserable and bitter and like I just don't want to be here anymore because you don't want me to be, be here anymore. So why should I be here and put my best foot forward if the person who gave birth to me and made me come in this life doesn't want me? How am I supposed to look at somebody else for love if I feel like I'm not getting love at home? What do you do when you want to have somebody to talk to but they they like you can't talk to them. You go to somebody else to talk to, and that's not who you want us to talk to. How am I supposed to come and talk to you, and you don't listen to me, but somebody else may listen to me, but they're not going to treat me how you want me to be treated. You love me, but you don't show it. But they don't love me, but they act like they love me. So I'm going to go to the person that acts like they love Jeez. me, and not the person who... <laughs> I'm going to go to the person who acts like they love me. Because when you, when you grow up like this and you grow up with people who emotionally stunt your growth you go looking for other people and you insecure you go looking for other people for sex for people who going to tell you oh you're pretty that's why the first person to tell you you're pretty i'm glad my mama never they say your parent and your family is your first bully point out every insecurity you have and then you want to you want your kids to feel beautiful and smart and go to school with people who telling them the same thing you tell them that's not going to work you can't you can't want to be your children's love and shelter, but you're not that. That's materialistic things. If God was only materialistic to you, you will feel hurt. You need to have your spirit be healed. You need to have your spirit be fed. It's okay to have clothes and shoes and all this stuff, but what about my spirit? What about my emotions? What about my mental state? You can't be, you, you look pretty on the outside. You got me nice shoes. You got me nice things, but I'm struggling on the inside. One and some people want to commit suicide, but they look good on the outside. Y'all focus on the outside so much that you don't take the time. You say you listen to your children, but nine times out of 10, you're not really listening because we don't feel safe. You say you create a safe space, but that's nine times since it's not true. Because even though my parents never hit me or they never threatened to hit me, the they words hurt even worse. It, what you telling me 
uh, I'm, you never say you disappointed in me, but your body language show it all. You, you look at me like I'm just some, like you can't believe I, you raised this. Some people say to tell kids, I can't believe I raised somebody like this. Well, if you raised me so, so beautifully that you shared you with, how come I ended up like this? It's a lot of things that go into having a kid. And some people don't even, some people end up resenting their kids when they have them too young or they have them with the wrong person. Some people just realize that you, sometimes it's too late to recognize the trauma because when you get older and I don't have to spend time with you, how often do you see me? When I don't have to live with you no more, how often do you see me? When I have my, some people get jobs, some people hang out with friends' house because they don't want to go home and you, don't, you refuse to recognize that you yourself have caused your child's trauma, whether you want to admit it or not. And that's the issue. Yeah. Okay, y'all, so um, I don't know if that video touched y'all in any type of way, but it definitely, a lot of stuff that I, a lot of stuff I can relate to, but some stuff I can't. I'm not going to lie and say I can relate to everything, but some stuff I definitely, majority of it, I definitely, 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 definitely can relate to. And I'm pretty sure a lot of you guys can as well. If not, then this episode not really catered to y'all, honestly. But if you want to bring, like, if you want to just be aware and just, you know, whatever it is you're trying to do with that information definitely just take it into consideration whether you're a victim of it or whether you can see yourself feeling the same way as the parent or whatever or if you've seen your friends maybe you can understand your friends a little better when they start when they start talking about stuff that goes on at home or whatever but I know for me and a select few of my friends this is us and if it's like I said if it's not you if this is not how you feel or this is not what you went through growing up, then I really am applauding that because that shows that every parent is not like this. And I'm not saying that my parents were always like this because it's definitely been better times than bad. It has definitely been, you know, it hasn't always been. I'm not knocking my parents at all because they did an amazing job. They did what they knew how to do. and But it doesn't stop the fact that <clears throat> some things do hurt us and it um, affects us. And I didn't really know when I was growing up, but like once I start finding myself and going back and self-reflecting and shadow working and all of that stuff, I realized like this is where this stuff comes from. And I try my hardest not to let that overpower the greatness that they have also embedded in me, if that makes sense. But this episode is definitely catered to just the mental health aspect. I'm not taking away any of the greatness of my parents, nor your parents. Not to go and summarize the whole video over because we all just listened to it together. But some key points that I took away is just being able to express your feelings to your parents, whether we feel like we can or can't. And usually when we do, we're being disrespectful. If we're making a point, we're being smart. It's like, it's, it's, it's contradicting, honestly. And I can't stand it. I can't stand it. Being a burden, feeling like we're a burden. And I really resonate with what she said with you love me, but you don't show it. I'm going to go to someone who acts like they love me, even though they really may not love me. And I feel like that's what a lot of females do with um, like dating life. And I can definitely say I've definitely done this as person that has showed me the love that I was missing from whatever parent it was. But they don't really love me and I'm fighting, you know, we fight with our parents for our significant other. 
we're just oh no they can't do no wrong don't do them like that because they're here for me when you're not here and they're da, 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 da. and it's like our parents see through that like our parents love us like it's an endless love our parents have for us but they get so caught up in that parenting they don't understand that they're not showing us love like they're not you're not when I say love from a parent what I expect is the catering to me you have to try to understand me as a person are you investing in me are you checking on my mental health are you looking at the signs are you do you know me like really like do you know me and it's like a lot of parents don't really know their children because we put on this front in front of you and I don't think they understand that we put on this front in front of you because of who you are and because of how you raised us and because of all this other stuff and we don't want to either disappoint you we don't want to deal with any nonsense I honestly I don't I'm very I've learned to just shut my mouth like until it's until it's time to really pop it, I learned to just be quiet. Like, bro, all right. Like, I learned that it's all right, bro. I don't got nothing else to say. Like, and that's something that I also messed around and took into the world. You know what I'm saying? Because I've been shut down so many times. My my um my voice has been shut down so many times. I've learned to just be quiet. And now when I go into the world, I'm just being quiet. You get what I'm saying? Like, I'm not standing up for myself. Where I realize I'm not speaking my feelings to significant others to friends to teachers to whoever is important I'm not doing that because of what happened at home so I feel like they don't understand that what goes on at the house we typically mimic outside and um to an extent so that's why when stuff happens when people children when you know I never thought they were into that I never thought because they were putting on the front because of you you get what I'm saying you don't really know your child that way until they get older and blah 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 but yeah i'm not gonna run down everything that she said because i really agree with a lot of what she said but there's no need for me to run down each bullet point that she hit honestly like y'all get the picture and i feel like the video speaks really well for itself so i think people really they try to downplay our generation like they try to downplay us, we, or we very lazy, or what is iPad kids, or whatever. I don't think we're part of the iPad kids generation, honestly. We weren't the iPad kids. I mean, I had a tablet, but I don't think we're iPad. I don't know. I honestly don't reside with... Anyway. <laughs> but I really definitely see our generation evolving in the mental health aspect of life. Like, we're breaking generational curses of... And we're just not taking it no more. We're really shining light on the importance of mental health. Like, we're fighting back. And rather y'all say that's deceitful, not deceitful, rather y'all say that's ungrateful, y'all try to say that's disrespectful, and all this other stuff, it's like, we're doing this to show y'all, like, bro, stuff, stuff matters outside of all of this other thing. Like, my mental, the mind, I don't think people understand how powerful the mind is, like, and for you to really be abusing it is 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 the most horrifying thing. I honestly, I would say though, a lot of people are, a lot of parents are trying. Mine, for example, they are they are definitely trying. As the years progressed, um, they've learned so much, and I would never take that away from them. They've learned so 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 much, but they still are stuck in their own ways to a point.
everything is a cause and effect thing. If something happens, that causes something else to happen. And for people not to see that is their fault is crazy. But um, like Baby Girl said in the video, when we be able to get to the age where we don't want to come around it or we don't need to come around as much, how often do you see me? How often do I come around? Uh, not saying I don't love y'all, but I, me personally, I have done so much growing and healing and evolving to where once I sense you're dimming that, I'm leaving. I cannot be in this environment right now with you. I cannot stay here any longer and let you dim me and let you break me again and again after I've done so much healing on my own. I've done this by myself. But yeah, so I basically expected them to grow as I grew. When I went off to school, I basically expected all of my parents to just, when I came back, just be as healed as I am. And that's that's not the truth. That's not the, that's not factual. That's not real life. Unless they actually put in that put in that work as I was putting in that work. And I don't think they were. Um or not as much as I would say. Because I like I said, they definitely learn through a day. I definitely see the growth. I don't want to dismiss the growth because it's not how I visioned it. Regardless, it's still growth. I had made a TikTok earlier this week and was like, um you know, when you come home healed to a toxic family, like, bro, I'm not about to go back and forth with you. You want me to go back and forth? I'm not doing that. You're wrong, but I'm not going to say it no more. And I feel like that's where the different, like, that's where a difference, that's where it differentiates. Like, we, I just really wish people would grow with you and they, and they don't. But you, you can't rush anyone's growth, you know, it happens. Okay, now for segment four. What makes my scalp itch? So what makes my scalp itch is that we constantly go through whatever it is because of the mental health awareness of our parents. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We constantly go through whatever it is because of the mental health unawareness of our parents. And um, yeah, just let that sink in. But what adds the oil to that itchy scalp is that our parents are learning. Like, once again, leaving that past in the past, our parents are definitely learning. And if your parent is not, maybe send them a couple videos to just show them to speak for you. If you can't speak freely, maybe send them a video or two to speak for you or send them a song to speak for you or send them, have them read a book. Honestly, it's some really nice books on just... Not parenting. Don't send them a parenting book because then they're going to be, you don't think I'm a good... No, send them a book just about life because once they grow as a person, they're going to grow as a parent. And I don't think people understand that our parents are human beings. You know, and it took me a, a very long time to realize like my dad is a human being and he's growing with me every step of the way. I'm growing, he's growing. They were young when they had me. Like, he was a child. I'm older than him. When he, When he had me, he was younger than me. You feel me? And I'm still learning so much. And it's like, who knows what kind of parent I would have been if I would have had a child that young. So um, just understand that your parents are learning and help them learn. And they might not be learning with the oldest child because with the conversation me and my dad had a couple of days ago, some stuff he did not do with me, but he's doing with my younger siblings. And I can only be grateful. Sucks that I have to be that experiment child being the firstborn. But 
I only don't, my, I feel like my sole job, my sole job as a big sister is to make my siblings life easier. So we, I had to make the noise as a child. So my siblings can be quiet. I was not, I was not a horrible child, but I definitely got into it with my parents a lot. Like arguments, screaming matches, fights, all of that, just fighting for, it felt like fighting for my freedom. I'm not going to lie. And I know that might be a stretch, but that's what it felt like. Like I'm fighting for you to hear me. I'm fighting for, like, it feels like I'm fighting for my freedom. And I did that. I walked, I ran so they could crawl. Like I did that. And honestly, that's what adds the oil. And that's another thing that adds the oil. It's like a lot of, we got a lot of different oils. We got some wild growth, some BL. We got, we got a bunch of oil today. But, uh yeah, I just really, really, really think it's up to the oldest child to break that cycle. And I know we see the videos and the tweets all the time. Like, you know, the oldest child is the one that, the rebel child, the 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 youngest sibling is the one with the smartest mouth, don't care about nothing, and your parents let them get away with it. Because your parents are letting them express themselves now. Half the stuff my brother say, I would have got smacked twice. Running back in, like, quick. But... It just comes with it, I guess. And it's not fair. I'm not going to lie. It's not fair. Nobody talks about the older sibling struggles. Like, that mental strain is crazy. And honestly, it's up to us older siblings to help younger siblings not go through that mental strain. And if it's fighting with your parents every day for that sibling, if it's fighting your sibling to understand things, how things go, how to maneuver with your parent. If it's doing, if whatever it is, whatever it looks like in your household, do that because mental health is so important. And I don't think we shine, parents don't understand. But I, like I said, in another oil, some black Jamaican castor oil, is that we are literally breaking the curse. Don't let people try to tell you this generation went to shit, this generation is trash. We are literally building something. And I don't think people see it, but we're literally building something. So our last segment for today is the right advice. So my right advice for you guys is to understand that your parent is not perfect. Do not take things personal. Do not take personal what they did not know or what they did not do. Um... You're grown now. Go ahead and heal and do it yourself. So I don't know if I spoke. I did speak on this before. When I was a little younger, I reached out like I cried for help and I wanted therapy because I was mentally ill. Like I tried to. Why does this transparent? Okay, so real transparent moment. I tried to leave this earth more than twice. Like I don't think. Regardless if my your parents, if this is you as well, like regardless if your parents have looked at it as, oh, you just want attention, oh, you just, you're acting out, you're not really, it's a cry for help. And when I specifically said I need therapy and no one gave me therapy, I've held that grudge for so, 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 so long. And um, I'm at the age now where it's like, Regardless for what was the reason I tried to, you know, in my life, it's like, that's a mental issue. Y'all not seeing that. 
Like that's a mental issue that you actually try. Like you come on. And I really, um, I don't want to make this episode too long, but I was watching a little Wayne interview and I'm going to link it in the um, description where he was talking about, I thought I always thought I had mental issues, but when I realized I had it, it's when he put the trigger and thank God he's still here. But, um, if you're not familiar with the little Wayne story, he shot himself as like a 12 year old in the chest and a police officer saved him while the other police officers were running around trying to find drugs and stuff like that. But, um, like that's the mental issue to even think that you want to kill yourself, to even try to commit suicide. That is the issue. Like that is a mental issue. So, um, yeah, you're, but the advice I can give, because it's the advice that I've taken and given to myself was to heal. Healing is number one, and you need God in your life to heal. I promise you, I promise you, I promise you. Whoever you praise, whatever God you praise, you need to know yourself. You need to know what you're healing from. I'm not completely healed. I'm not going to sit here and say I'm completely healed. I have yet to go to therapy, but like I said, I'm grown now. You're grown now. Heal and do it yourself. Now I'm going to take myself to therapy. I'm going to do that. Whatever your parent did not do, don't sit there and hold that grudge for years and years and years and years and years. Understand that they may not have known the seriousness. Understand they may have thought you were just having an episode or whatever. Even though I don't think that should be taken lightly, regardless of what we think is common sense, regardless of what we feel like they should have done, this is what they did and this is how they thought. So that has something to do with them, how they process things. And we can't necessarily fought them for that because that's how they were raised that's how they were brought into this world that's how they believe and actually I have so much knowledge for y'all in the four agreements because I'm almost done I think I've been reading this book for too long honestly I haven't really been having time to really sit and read it it was talking about um just parenting and how our parents teach them their ways, basically, and how our parents maneuver in their ways, and that's all they know. So in the book, it says on page 155, you don't need to blame your parents for teaching you to be like them. What else could they teach you but what they know? They did their best. They, they did the best they could, and if they abused you, it was due to their own domestications, their own fears, their own beliefs. They have no control over the programming they received. So they couldn't have behaved any differently. And I think that's very important for us to remember. Our parents were raised in times where things were very different. And they were raised by someone who was raised in times who was very different. And they were raised. Like, you get what I'm saying? So it all triples down or trickles down. I don't know the word, but it all buckles down to that. And we're living in a completely new time. And right now, our era is the mental health. And our era is, you're not understanding me. And we want to be understood. And most people who are suicidal, most people who are depressed, who have anxiety, who all of this, all of these mental disorders, they just want to be understood. Literally, I understand where you're coming from. Like, I get it. I understand. That's literally all we want to do. That's all we want is to feel like we're equal and understood. So... I ain't gonna keep going, y'all, because I could go like this all day. Like, I just, the mind is just something so fragile and something so important. And we just need to wake up and just understand how important it is to just be okay in your noggin. 
because I promise you when you're not okay, you do things that you do not typically do. You do lose yourself and you wake up one morning and be like, why did I do that last night? Or why did I do that last week? Or whatever it is. And oh, I could preach all day, y'all. Let me, I love y'all. <laughs> it's time for me to go. Make sure y'all rate the podcast. Go on, if you're on Apple Music, all you have to do is go to show, show, or whatever. Go to the show and rate the podcast. If you can, leave a comment, leave a um, review. Make sure y'all go on the page and leave a mental health check. And also, so I have a new feature in my bio. So if you click the bio on the Instagram page, it will have my LinkedIn or my link tree. It's a link tree. And, um... At the very bottom, it's going to say special guest request form. And if you have anybody you think should be on the podcast or if you yourself want to be on the podcast, go ahead and fill that out for me. And I'll be reaching out to everybody at the end of every week. So, yes. Love y'all. Talk to y'all later. Bye. Wait, wait, wait. One more thing. Thank y'all for tuning in to the Right Number Podcast. Please be sure to follow our Instagram and Twitter at TRNPod and use the hashtag, hashtag TRNPod whenever you're tuned in. Love y'all. Talk to you later.